Good evening, good evening. I was just sitting here meditating on every time the devil tried to distract me from walking successfully on who I am, my true identity. And I remember the times that I was like, God, where are you? I need you and I need you now. Even if our mouths don't say it, it's in our hearts. Where are you? Do you not see what's going on? And sometimes when the obstacles come back to back and the storm seems that it's not seizing, no matter how much you cast it down, you're praising, you're pressing to praise, you're pressing to give thanks, you're smiling, you encourage, but your heart is still troubled. Because you have trouble on every side in your life. And you're like, God, when are you going to come through for me? When are you going to show me the blessing? Show me the finished work in my life. I'm happy for what I see in my neighbor's lives. I'm happy and I rejoice with them. But here I am, Father. Here I am. And then instead of the trouble begin to arise, instead of be cast down. And you are man and woman of faith. And you're using your faith, but it's like it's out of your hands. And you look at God and say, I'm at the point where it seems to be unbearable. And you begin to remind God of what he said concerning you. You said, you said, I didn't say, you said you wouldn't give me nothing I couldn't bear. This seems to be unbearable. But to God, it's not. To God is not the obstacles you had that said the most greatest obstacles you've ever been through. The storm, that storm that was seemed to be powerful than you. Because every time you command it to go away, it doesn't go anyway. You're praising, you're worshiping, you're reading your word, you stir yourself up, but it's still trouble in your life. And it's like God is not listening because you don't see God moving. And then sometimes you may get angry. How come I give you my life? I give you my life. When am I going to see your word manifest in my life? What's so different about my lifestyle that you bless the other beside me? I'm pressing and I'm pressing. And then you look around. The storm is still there. The mountains are still there. 
And the people the enemy use to cause you to be disturbed are still there. Are still there. And sometimes you get angry at God. And you try to take matters in your own hand. It seems to work for a little bit, but then you back to square one again. And we seem like we can't take it anymore. It's too much pressure. It's too much weight. We've been going through this for too long. When are you going to show up and show out like you say you are? I don't know about you, but I found myself in times like that many times. And I said, God, I love you, but I'm angry. Because you can do it. Why not? You can change my life in a matter of seconds. Why are you not choosing to do that? Don't you see I love you? Don't you see I'm worshiping? Don't you see I praise? Don't you see I help others? Don't you see I love? So what's the matter? And it seemed like those who didn't walk with God seemed as if they were more happier than me who's walking with God. And I was like, wait a second. This doesn't look right to me. They look happy. Without God. And yet it seems as if I'm struggling with God. What's the problem? And then sometimes God will ease up a little bit. And what I mean by ease up, I mean things begin to happen. You know, little things to ease a little bit of my, you know, my tense anger. And I'd be like, okay, thank you for listening. Forgive me for being angry. And then here comes something else. And then something else. And then something else. And I'm like, God. You keep saying. You would not give me anything that I could not bear. I can't and I don't want to bear. What I'm seeing. What I'm witnessing. What I'm embracing in my life right now. Anymore. Change it. Still there. Still there. And I said, God, what's the problem? I began to get angry at God. And I don't know about you, at times like that, when it seemed like too much happening on every side, and it's happening too long, and you're doing exactly what he asked you to do, and it's still there, what's the problem? Especially when you're praising and you're worshiping, you're pressing to praise and worship. Anyhow, getting up to pray, praying countless nights, still no change. And here comes God with a couple of words, a few words. It says, count it all joy. Count it all joy. I see everything. When you are angry, I am with you. When you are impatient, I am still with you. 
When obstacles come, I am with you. When the storm was not ceasing, I am still with you. But you have to know that you know that you know that you know that you know I'm not just with you, I am for you. Because it seemed like I did everything right. But my circumstance would just not get any better. It been times that I'm giving homeless people my last meal, my dinner. And it been times I'm looking up as a mother to God. I don't know how I'm going to feed my son. And I begin to pray to God. And I thought of things, I said, no, I would never stoop that low to do anything like that. And then thoughts begin to come, take care of your child, do what you got to do. No, I'm going to still believe. But I was still frustrated. Still angry. Impatient. Money going on nothing but rent. Then I start making enough. I got an increase. Like I said before, God began to ease things up a little bit just to let me know I'm here. But he just don't take it all away. And I kept looking like you could do whatever you want to do. Why are you not choosing to do this for me? Would you got something against me? Watching my son eat and I don't. At times in the past. And no one never knew the situation. Because I still had a positive attitude. Still had a positive energy. Releasing prayer. Delivering word and doing this and doing that. Blessing other people. When my situation is jacked up. But I knew that I knew that I knew it has to be more than this. Someone advised me to apply for public assistance. This I'm talking years ago. I'm just testifying. So I went to apply for, um, what is it, food stamps? And I'm, I'm one of the ones who's nice, who comes in there, not disrespectful, loud, ratchet, let's be, let's be a little urban, ghetto. So I'm nice and patient with the Lord by my side, trying to get food for me and my child. He's at school, I took off work, and I'm sitting there about four or five hours before they call my name, starving. I give her all my information. I tell her about my son, how he's in school, how I'm trying to get something for him to eat. I said, I don't want no money. I got my own job. I have my own place. I just want extra help so we can have food. This lady looks at me and say, it's not my problem. 
You young girls today just don't listen, do you? I begin to get so angry. I not too long ago just bought a Lincoln Continental. I was so angry. See, I'm not giving you no food. Next. And the one behind me was like, she said, what are you doing? I ain't doing nothing. You got a job yet? I ain't got no job yet. I ain't in no school. I ain't got no job. I'm trying to get TCA, welfare, and food stamps. She was like, how many kids you got? Two. Okay, we're going to give you expedited food stamps and you'll get them in 24 hours. And I was like, hold on, wait a second. What you mean? You just did not... Because she was loud and do and rude and obnoxious, you helped her? But I was patient for six, seven hours. You denied me? And then you belittled me and prejudged me on top of that? Disrespected me woman to woman? Mother to mother. And most importantly, eye to eye. I sat in my car, waiting for her to get off work. And I said, God, I'm going to follow her tonight. I'm going to follow her tonight because she played with me and especially my child. I got to take care of this. And the anger began to turn to rage. God said, go home. I said, I'm not going home. Tears rolled down my face. I'm not going home. I went to she get off. For some reason, she just would not come out that building. I was planning to follow her. And who knows what I would have done to her. Who knows. God said go home. I went home with tears just rolling down my face. Stuck at the liquor store. Drunk a bottle. Picked my son up. Sat in the house. And I was like why can't I just get a break God. I go to work with a positive attitude. When I get paid, I give it straight to rent, pay utilities, car stuff, son school stuff. And it's like, God, where's my break? Got co-workers asking for the little food I have. But you don't want to tell everybody your situation. You give them saying you want them to look at you no kind of way. So I'm giving them, sharing my food, which I know I'm not going to even have dinner. That is my dinner. And they buying food, throwing it away. But asking for mine, which I'm trying to save for when I get home. It was like, God, where's my break? I need, come on, Father. Come on now. Come on now. I'm going to need you to do something. Like for real. It seemed like everything was happening so fast, so wrong, and I was still being so good. I did the best on my job, best employee, best teacher, parents honoring, co-workers taking their job for granted, being disrespectful, not caring about the curriculum or the kids, and getting promotions. And yet they call me in there to demote me. I said, Father God, I can't take anymore. You said nothing I can bear, right? Do you even know me? 
I had to ask God, do you even know me? It was too much happening. And then people that was for me began to be against me. I was like, wait a second. I would never forget that I lost my apartment. I was in my car. And I thank God for my son because he was so patient and so loving. He always, because I, I thank God I raised him so well. It was God's grace. And he always would say, Mom, when I look at myself, baby, like, Mom, what happens if you stir yourself up? God is with us. And it makes me cry even more. I, I don't want him to see me cry, so I get out the car and break down. My God, just thinking about it, bring tears to my eyes. He's like, we okay, Mom. We're going to be okay. But at that time, he didn't know that you have to have money to pay for stuff. He thinking that mommy has everything. So I went in the store, honestly, and I had a lot of IOUs. I'm trying to tell you. I was like, God, I don't mean no harm. I'm not eating another oodles and noodles, another day in my life. Another pot of meat, another Vienna sausage, sunning, none of that mess anymore. So I went to the grocery store. And I saw the steaks. I'm serious, y'all. I saw the chicken. I said, forget this, Father. I'll, I'll pay it back. I began to take out the store just to feed me and my son. I said, Father, I'm, I'm, forgive me. I'll pay it back with my taxes. I guess I, I, owe, I just write, I write all the IOUs. And when I get the money, I just get, sow a seed into the store. I'm just not eating no more oodles and noodles. Never again. You hear me? I was so serious, God. I said, we're going to eat a steak tonight. I'm not even playing. Me and my son sat in the car. We said, eat a steak. One of the best things we ever had in our life. And I was like, God, can you please come through for us? That co-worker, my director, she was like, you're so positive. You're so loving. And then the one that's under her was like, I just don't like how you always so happy all the time. You're just always so happy. She always tried to make it so hard for me. Just because I had a positive attitude. And she was so angry. So she said, you can't, we don't want you to work here anymore. I'm like, what's the reason? You got to give me a reason before you let me go. I've been here for 15 years. What do you mean? Out of top, out of 20,000 teachers, I'm top 10. I just received an award, a prestigious award. You just awarded me in Florida. And you just gave me a bonus. After the demotion. What do you mean you don't want me here anymore? Don't tell the parents. Because they're going to be pissed. Don't tell the teachers. Because we don't have time for no riots. And no parading and all that outside. No protesting. Just leave without saying nothing. As of right now you are terminated. I was like oh come on dog. Come on. Went home, cried so much, but I still had a positive attitude. I was like, God, I'm holding on to you, man. I'm, I'm about a threat, but I'm still holding. I'm still holding. Now they took my job, God. You say nothing I can bear? Never was really late on my rent. And she just, now all of a sudden, here she come. 
We made a deal that I split my rent up. I stopped working. So I pay half and half. Whatever I save. Then she starts saying, I understand you have a son, but you know, you, you, you don't have no income anymore that you're telling me that. What, what else? you forcing me to do nothing but to evict you. I'm like, Jesus. I'm going back and forth with the testimonies. I hope you understand. Then all of a sudden, here's God. Sow your seed. I say, what? Give me all you got. I want you to look in the sofa. I want you to look under the bed. Look in every purse. Give me every coin in your home. Everything in your account. Empty it all out and give it to me. Man, I cried so much that night. I was like, God, come on. Are you playing? Did you just hear what this lady said? Give it all over to me. Went to church. Gave all I had. God was like, whatever you see money change, whatever, you put it in church. I said, okay. And he said, do not put your name on the envelope. I said, okay. I didn't put my name on the envelope. Every time you get income, you give it to me. I was like, oh my God. God said, I would never give you nothing you can't bear. Now, what do you have now? What do you have now? Because you had everything. Countless money. Expensive clothes, materials, jewelry. Great job. Great everything. Vehicle. Now you don't have any materialistic thing. So what do you have now to stand on? I say, Father, all I have is you. And God said, that's all you will ever need. You see how easy it is to praise when you have everything? You see how easy it is to give when you know you're getting more? You know how easy it is to praise when things go your way? Now that you only have me, what are you going to do? I said, praise even harder. Pray even more. Never give up. Never get angry. Never quit. Never faint. But Father, it hurts. So what are you going to do with that hurt? I'm going to push past it. And I'm going to keep pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing until I see everything you say belongs to me. He said, I would never give you nothing you can't bear. You know how many people couldn't take what you just took? Many would probably commit suicide just by losing a vehicle or a job. And you're still here praising me. Even though I feel your anger coming from your direction. But you still continue to stay with me. Now the only way you got to go right now is up. Then everything started coming back much more. And my God. Jesus. 
That wasn't over. I went back. God said, go back to that food stamp place. I went back to that place. God didn't say food stamp place. We said social service. Hallelujah. And I went there. God said, I want you to go to that lady. And I want you to say thank you. I didn't even hesitate. I said, sure, Father. I understand where you're going with this. I went to her and I said, thank you. She said, for what? Because she knows she didn't do nothing. I said, for being there. For listening. For calling my name. To sit at your desk. Thank you. She said, you're welcome. I have no idea what she went through after that. But what I know when I went back, God said, go back three months later. I said, where's the lady I'm looking for? Did I ask for her name? They said, she's no longer here. And she would never come back again. So now she's in my situation that I was just in. Because now you don't have no job. Now you got to come back in line and do what I just did. After you denied me. But God didn't tell me to apologize for that. He told me to apologize because what I was going to do to her. And he said, no, I want you to thank her. Thank her. Because she just saved your life. When she thought she was destroying it. God don't think like us. I gave you those past testimonies. Because I know you have similar testimonies. We all do. We all been through a time where we didn't have. We all have. Been through a time where it was like, God, come on. Hurry up. And look at us today. We didn't know how we were going to get past those days, those nights. But God does. God does. He didn't put that testimony of Christ on the boat during a storm just for us to read and say, oh, wow. What are you going to do with a storm in your life? Are you going to sit and trust? Or are you going to be moved and be angry? God don't even want us to have in our heart to try to, what would you call it? Press the praise. How can you make a joyful noise with hurt and doubt in your heart? That's just noise. It ain't joyful. Because you're still wondering how it's going to get done. You're just making noise. But God looking for those who know. I know God is for me. I know God got my back. I know this is going to work out for my good. I know God is good. I know God is able. I am equipped. Stirring yourself up. Not to have a prayer from a place of anger or fear or worry. It's just noise. But when you begin to press past the noise and smile anyhow, pray anyhow, 
Some people been the same boat as you and I. And when they get that financial breakthrough, they begin to look down upon people that was in the same boat as them. Or seeing a new boat arrive with people as they were. And they somehow forget. And wonder why their wealth has decreased. Because they stop operating in humility. Hallelujah. God, he was telling me. Everything that came your way. You looked as if you couldn't bear it. But I looked as if you were getting stronger. You were getting stronger and you were becoming wiser. My mom, she calls me for advice. <laughs> A lot of my family do. They was like, I just don't understand. You like a, a Michelle over here. Seriously, like you're so strong. You are such a strong mother. You are such a strong daughter. You are such a strong friend. You good at everything you do. Only because I choose to continue to believe. That is my only answer. I'm not going to lie and say my faith has never failed. I just gave you testimonies of it falling. And I did go back to that store and I did sow that seed back in their life. They was like, what's this for? So I just wanted to say thank you. She said, no, what is this for? She just kept asking. You know, some people just keep asking. Try to get the answer out of you. Just, just accept it, man. <laughs> and she kept asking. I said, well, honestly, I got tired of eating oodles and noodles. Powdered meat, all that mess. That processed mess. <laughs> I said, I wanted a steak for me and my son, and I took two steaks. And I didn't just say any old steaks. I took the best ones. I was not playing. Jesus. I went hard that day. I got onions, too, and, and the sauce, too. Plates, forks, juice, and dessert. I, we had a feed. That's the one plan. Was it? I said, not tonight. No chicken flavor. No oriental flavor. No beef flavor. No flavor of no noodles and noodles ever again. I didn't plan. Only want no chicken noodle soup. Only want nothing with no noodle. No pasta for a year. Not playing. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Ate it too much. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I was like, Jesus. Now I wouldn't mind every now and then, but that, it, it's been years since that happened. I'm just saying. And I was like, God. And she, her response was, oh, wow. Wow. I mean, just trying to make it. And all this time, God is building up my character. And I'm thinking my character is falling. See how he thinks the opposite? I'm thinking I can't bear it. And yet he's revealing to me, releasing to me how strong I really am. Just by still believing in him. Come on, somebody. 
Come on. I went back to the job. Come to find out. The, every person that was working there have gotten terminated. Even the ones who terminated me on top of them, on top of them. The entire headquarters got terminated. They said, are you willing to come back? I said, I don't even want to come back. They said, we can move you to Florida as I forgot what that position was. Way more than 15 times more than what I was making. I said, no, I'm fine. I began to spend more time with my son. God was still paying things. In the hotel and, you know, and it was just, man, Jesus. I was like, God, I need your help. And there's some people that I just couldn't wrap my hands around. When they see you in a situation like that, they don't want to help. They see that you like rock bottom. And I mean female to female. And look at their nose upon you like you disgust me. You don't know what I've been through, sweetie. You have no idea. And then we had some that was merciful. That's like, come on. And it was always the old woman. God bless them. Because they know. Because when, when I went to the lady line to get that money back, you know what she did? She gave the money back. Said, don't worry about it. You good. You want some more steaks? Older woman. Looking out for another woman. Hallelujah. So I say all of that to say, look at us now. We can't sit there and put everything on Satan. God is building up our character. Teaching you how to abase and know how to abound. Know what it's like to have, know what it's like not to have. To average out things. So you can be in a place where you will never forget. Will you be where God has called you to be when a wealth transfer takes place? You will never forget. You will never become prideful. You will always be humble because of what you've been through. And some soon seem to forget. But what I've been through, I can never forget. And it caused me to become more of a helper. Just imagine that. Someone throwing food away, making more money than you, and taking things for granted, asking for your food after they threw their food away, and you trying to have your food for your lunch and for your dinner. But you don't want to be stingy or be rude, but you just share it with them. And now you don't know what you're going to do when you get home. Jesus. God has never failed me. Ever. Ever. My mom looked at me like I'm her. And she inspired by me. My sister, my grandmother, my aunts. They all look at me and say, my God. You are so strong. A lot of things I choose not to testify publicly. 
Because I forgave the people who done those things to me. And I don't want to bring it up to have them in a position to feel that way over again when they know they have been forgiven. But God knows. Hallelujah. I done been through some things, y'all. And I know you had to. I mean, I've been through the, been through the, been through the, been through. And still came out on top. Because look at us now. Look at us now. And all I can say is thank you, God. For those times. Even when I was out of position last year, year before that, year before that, those testimonies. Look at me now. God knows the hearts of his children. Even though I was being disobedient, God still knew who I am. He knows you. He knows us. And he knows what to do to gain our attention. I had no idea that I was going to be like this the day Christ came in my room and turned everything around in a matter of a conversation. I was drinking so much. And I wasn't just no, ooh, my God, what was that? Jesus? I was drinking so much that, Jesus, my God. Like, God was telling me, Holy Spirit would counsel to me and say the next day, you weren't supposed to make it through the night with all that alcohol you consumed. You supposed to have alcohol poison. But because of God's mercy, I'm running into the walls, barely can stand, always waiting till my son went to bed and not just mixing wine with liquor, wine, liquor, and beer, all at once. And I wasn't just no sipper, I was a chugger. A whole half a gallon, gone. Half a gallon of liquor, gone. Half a gallon of wine, gone. And like a six pack, all at one time. Running to the walls, I wake up the next day, I'm like, dang, but my leg hurt, but my arm hurt, what I do? Falling all over the place in my home, in my own home. Hung over every day. I don't drink coffee, never drunk coffee, never took no, no type of stimulants, none of that stuff. Just drink a lot of water and <laughs> eat a lot of grease. <laughs> I was like, God, we gotta, I gotta stop this. One time, I, like I said, I saw Jesus. I saw two of him. I was so drunk. I was like, which one is actually you? Jesus said, enough of this. And I always threw up Noah in his face. Noah did it. Poor Noah. Noah probably like, man, look, hey, look. I don't built the ark now. You didn't leave me out of this. <laughs> my bad, Noah. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, uh, your testimony is not to use against you. It's to work out for our good. Hallelujah. And I never forget that angel. 
don't know if it was Jesus or angel. It, he still ain't even answered. I don't even care who it was. But I know it was an angelic host. Slid that, that liquor bottle all the way across my living room table. And I just looked at it as it was flying across the table. And I was like, what? Okay. Still couldn't be able to stand. Falling out the chair. Falling all over the place. And be so drunk to the point I got to make myself throw up, vomit, get in a cold shower. And once it cold down, I start drinking again. And I'm like, God, with the bottle in my hand, just talking to God. God, I'm sorry, man. I'm not doing this to hurt you. I don't know why I'm doing this. But just don't ever give up on me. So many nights, so many days I wake up with just shaking. There's too much alcohol in my blood. Nerves is like, wow. Too much. A high consumption. I'm like, Jesus. Don't let me go. Then that day he said in my bed, he must, he must have said, he had enough. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I must have reached the limit. <laughs> to the mercy, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying, I don't reach that limit that day. He's like, come here. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> no, he didn't do that. He looked at my window. He came by my room and looked out my window. While I'm looking at him, look out the window. I'm like, what do you see out there? With the kids playing around? I mean, what you doing? Seriously, that's just how it went down. And he was like, you told me not to tell you if you're making a mistake in your life. But you never told me not to show you or how to allow you to feel that what you're doing is wrong. And when he said that, I began to feel immediately conviction. I was like, so all this I'm doing, all the choices I'm making, I thought it was good decisions. I thought it was you making these decisions for me. Say, no, it wasn't me at all. And I was like, about to give up. He caught me as I was giving up. It was like it was getting too bad. It was getting too bad. I sit there and drink and I looked outside sometimes. I'd be like, you know what, God? I'm not even happy. I don't even want to be here anymore. Now I would never think like suicidal thoughts or nothing like that. I just was like, I don't even want to be here no more, God. I don't even want to be here no more. There's no reason for me to even want to be here. Why would I even want to be here? And look at me today. Look at you today. I don't know your testimony, but I know one thing. You're still here standing. You're still here standing. And then on top of that, the ones who fired me and the co-workers who all of a sudden went from praising me to disrespecting me, all of them on Facebook asked for friend requests I accepted it and now as I'm talking this happened over six years ago but as of like today they're coming and asking me for prayer and what do we do with that we run with it do you say you hurt me I'm gonna hurt you back no. No. 
You love them even more than you did before. Hallelujah. My sister sits with me and looks at me and be like, I just, you just not normal. <laughs> I don't know who you are. You just, you just different, <laughs> but a good different. I never seen nobody like you before. I never met nobody like you before. Now she had me her whole life. Well, my whole life. She's a year older than me. We just sit up at nights in the room and talk all the time. And she's always just be so, I don't know, jealous. Cause she always like, you always get, you know, you always seem better. You're smarter, like when I was in elementary, I got awarded to be the most smartest child in the elementary school. Got an award from the governor, the mayor of the whole entire school. She's like, look at you. It's just everyone loves you. You're so pretty. You're so smart. You're so loving. You pray all the time. You don't seem normal. And look at me. I'm just this and that. I say, no. I always told her, you somebody. I look up to you. You're my inspiration. You're my role model. I always told my sister stuff like that. And every time we got beaten, every time she get a beating, oh, my heart will hurt for her. I wanted, We couldn't talk back. And I wanted to say, no, don't beat her. And I couldn't because I would get beaten. I was like, I ain't getting no beating. So um, just don't, don't do that. <laughs> I was always loving. And even with my little brother, I was the same way. So loving. Like my mom. She did the best she could. My sister complaining. She going to school doing silent cries. Exaggerating. <laughs> As if we don't act. Like we lived in a cardboard box. And my little brother was too young to even understand. And my mom. She always feel bad that she couldn't give us the best of stuff. And we have neighbors that has the best of stuff. Especially like during Christmas times. And I was always a child to be so grateful. I'd be like mom. Even though I didn't like it, I was like, Mom, I love it. And she's like, you do? I'm like, yes, Mom, it's what I wanted. Like, I, I just always had love. Always. Even when she fixed food that we, we got tired of eating. I said, Mom, thank you. I wanted, can I have some more? She said, you just make it so easy for me when I just think I'm doing the worst. Can you come to my school? I want to show you off to my class because I love my mom. My dad always visit him, lift him up in times he couldn't be there for me. And I always say, dad, you're the best dad in the world. I'm so blessed to have you as a father. And he's looking like, well, what have I ever done for you? I said, you've done everything for me. We communicate. You love me. I love you. And I was like that with everybody in my life. Teachers, classmates, co-workers. And especially for those who were being angry or being disrespectful to me. I still push past that. Because I see something greater. And that is God's love. 
I always knew God was always watching me. That's the first thing he taught me. Taught me love. And it said, I'm always with you. I see everything. Don't hide nothing. Don't try to hide nothing. Don't try to lie to me. I see. I know it all. So I grew up knowing that. So I did the best that I could do of everything. While he was watching. I said all of that to say. That we may be thinking or feeling like. We had a rough road. But God is just building up your character. I'm so strong now. That's why a lot of you feel. You hear my fire. You see my determination. Because it's nowhere in hell. And I mean hell. Eternal hell. That I'm going to ever let anything move me out of what God has brought me out of. He has taught me well. I had the teachers raw, straight from God. Not know this person, that person, that TV show, that church. Or, no, it was straight from God. He taught me everything, him and me. And I made the time for the teachings. I didn't want to go outside. I stayed in my bedroom. My sister, I'm outside. I'm in the bedroom listening to God, reading the word, reading Bible stories. Especially as a child. I was a sponge. I soaked up all his word. You want to go play? No. But I never told nobody what I was doing. But they saw. They saw. And my family members would look at me and observe me. And just look, just just be staring at me. I'm like, what the world? They was like, all we know is that you are touched. God is on you, girl. God is so. crying from a place of what I've been through while I was going through it I'm crying from a place that God is who he say he is when you think you're alone you're never alone you're never alone when you think you've been through something you'd be surprised at the testimonies you hear that been through much more than you have But we are standing. And Father, I don't regret anything that I have been through. I've been through a lot. But through it all, through it all, I do what you say, which is to count it all joy. And that's exactly what I have today. Joy. Endless joy. Endless happiness. God, I 
I'm so grateful that she was with me the whole time. Even when I was angry at you, you still was there holding me. God. Even when I said I didn't want to be here anymore. You was with me when I took them steaks out that store. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My bad angels. I apologize to whoever was with me angelically. Seriously, angels probably like, oh gosh, she's stealing. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They watching me walk out the store with the state but they walking me walking with me out the store. Oh, Jesus. God, angels, I love you. You guys have been through some things and once was with me. I'm trying to tell you, my God. I had angels in the club, my God. Angels in the liquor store. Jesus, <laughs> my God, <laughs> Angel at Go Go's, God, Jesus, <laughs> my God, <laughs> Angels, <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with me. I'm so serious. I'm so serious. Now that I look, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Got y'all around things that y'all don't do. <laughs> you didn't do it, but you're around it. Because you're commissioned to protect me. My God. Lord, I thank you. I just thank God so much. I used to race with my car. I thank God I never had an accident. Jesus. God never took his hand off my life, and he never will. He better not. not. <laughs> Thank you, Father, for it. He loves us so much. I can't get over it, God. Why did you put that in my heart to let me know that the angels were with me when I did all that stuff? Now I'm thinking about the stuff, no they was with me. <laughs> they hold me up while I fall all over the place in my apartment. And these angels are like, this is, this is, this is a serious assignment. <laughs> The angels the angel looking back at God like, you sure about this? <laughs> Gold dust everywhere falling for them. You sure about this, Father? My God. Jesus. My God. I want to meet every single one of you that was with me my entire life. I'm trying to tell you. I just, I just want to, I got to do something for y'all. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Some of y'all at home now, or some of y'all with somebody else. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I just thank God that I can look back and laugh. My God. I can look back and laugh. I don't think them angels laughing like <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, I, I love you guys so much. And forgive me every place I took you guys. You did not want to go. Sit in the cars with me and everything. Just sitting there. My God. Smoke parties in the car. Y'all just sitting there. My God. Probably speaking in tongues. <laughs> holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. Father, what was it looking like? Hallelujah. But I want to say to all you angels, look at me now. Hallelujah, thanks to your prayers. Thanks to your just being in my life. Thanks to you just worshiping God. Giving God praise. Hallelujah. 
Oh, that's so sweet. And they all said on one accord, it was their pleasure. My God. And I'm thinking you guys was like, you sure about this one, Father Jehovah? You sure about this one? <laughs> My God. See, we don't think that the angels will pick who they want to, you know. They so excited to be a part of your life. My God. I thank you guys so much for your time. <laughs> I just thank God most importantly we can look back and laugh. And not be moved or be angry or anything about what God brought us from. And because you know what? He's bringing us into. <laughs> you better get excited. Because you are indeed moving into. You're already in it. Hallelujah. You're already in it. To win it. You are already a winner. Hallelujah. I love you so much. So don't be moved by anything. God is with you. We'll give you nothing you cannot bear. And know through it all is the building of your character. Look at my character today. My God. Unshakable. Unbreakable. Not happening. Satan already know. You better get you better get away. You, you better get, hey. Yeah, you better. Hallelujah. And that goes for any area of my life. And those who are around me. He knows that I know. And I'm thinking that I'm weak. No, God, whole time, let me know how strong I am. Jesus. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm so excited for what, what God is doing in our life, where he brought us from and where he's bringing us into. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I love you so much. Have a good night. <laughs>